two of the Cougar Sports Show. I'm your host, Abby Whittington, coming to you from the University of Sioux Falls in South Dakota. Each week, I sit down with USF coaches and student athletes to get the latest inside scoop on all things Cougar sports. On today's episode, we get to hear from both the men's and women's wrestling programs here at USF. Both teams are currently in their inaugural season, so we're excited to hear all about what their first few months have been like. First up, we have head women's coach Toby Bryant, along with his assistant coach, Griffin Osing, they have also brought on the highest-placing athlete from the University of Wisconsin, Stephen Points, Pointer Open Meet, Brinley Green. Guys, thanks for coming on today. Thank you. Thank you. Let's start off by talking a little bit about last weekend's meet. Coach Bryant, how did the meet go? You know, it was eyes wide open for all of us. Um, we didn't know exactly what that would look like. Obviously, the pioneering effect is here, and the open tournaments look going in over 140, 3,840 entered women um, wrestlers, so nice number to get going with the 10 weight classes and we didn't know where we go you know kind of the competition we asked them just we want you to be able to you know compete at a high level and and just show that competitive spirit and and let the the chips fall where they may and so we had some fur flying and some good things happen and we're very a lot of positives that came out of the first competition sure coach Osing, what do you think um it was good um this is my now fifth year coaching college and so I kind of had a little bit of an idea of how the day was going to go but obviously with our our first team we weren't quite sure how they were going to you know manage weigh-ins and maybe it'd be a little bit more of a you know deer in the headlights look on on some of their faces but it really wasn't they uh they kind of got there got to business they understood what was going to happen and, and go you know go down throughout the day and they showed up and competed well and um, of course, there's always things to work on, improvements to be made. But overall, you know, the three things we asked them before we got going was control their attitude, their effort, and how aggressive they are on the mat. And uh, overall, we're really, really happy with, with those three uh, areas throughout the day. Sure. And Brinley, you're a true freshman, so this is your first ever collegiate meet. Mm-hmm. How do you think the day went? Um, I think it went like pretty well for me. I honestly wasn't sure what to expect competition-wise, and just I knew it was still going to be a wrestling tournament at the end of the day, but just wasn't sure where I would fall at the end of the day. So I'm really glad I did end up placing, and it was a really cool experience for me and a lot of the other girls as well to just kind of get that under our belts. And what did she place? Sixth. Overall? Mm-hmm. Out of your weight class? And how many are in a weight class about? Uh, I believe Brinley had 18 in her weight class this weekend. So just because of how kind of NCAA rules are, um, if you lose first round, you can't wrestle all the way back and get third. Um, just because there are match limits throughout the day, you only get six matches in a day. So Brinley lost in the quarterfinal. So the best she could have done was was uh, third, just based on the size of her bracket and Obviously, she, uh, it was funny, she wrestled four North Central girls in a row um, <laughs> in that tournament. So um, she, every time the bracket would come up, she'd be like, wow, another, another North Central girl I got to wrestle. And they're so, the number one program right now. So yeah. For Division two. For, for an nation entire nation. Yeah. Yeah. nation. Oh, all, yeah. across all divisions. Yeah. yeah. So wow. Division one, Division two, and Division three all compete at the same level in okay. women's wrestling right now. Um, so yeah, they're, I think they had close to 40 girls competing this weekend and um, a lot of them were in the, in the brackets. So yeah, um, Brindley wrestled really tough and had to wrestle four, four really, really good girls, uh, this weekend from North Central. Yeah, sure. Who are some other standout wrestlers from this weekend? 
uh, yeah, we had Ray Ogden who went five and one. Uh, did a really nice job. You know, got some big wins to get herself in position late in the tournament and had some really you know kind of standout throws and you know win by fall um, there to to pursue that. So she was kind of another high flyer. We had others. Um, Zoe Adam went three and two or two and two. Two and two. She went two Aaliyah and two. Aaliyah went two and two. Um, I thought Leah went three and two. Leah might have gone three and two. Yeah, I think Leah went, and then Addie went two and two, I believe. Addie went two and two. <laughs> so it's one of those deals you you know you're, you're in the bracket until you lose two, and so based on the reset of the consolation championship with Ray, the bracket was a little bigger, but she had to drop down. But um, but overall, you know, really what we asked them to do, and like Coach Olsen said, is attitude, effort, you know, and the things that the attributes that we're looking for, you know, in a, in a high level competitor. Their body language and what we expected was was spot on. So we're very very pleased at um, keeping their head, keeping emotions, um, and doing the job at hand. So it was it was a good weekend that way. And how many girls are on your roster? Thirteen. And do all thirteen get to compete at every meet, or how does that work? In a perfect world, absolutely. <laughs> Obviously, there's ten weight classes, and we had um, ten girls entered. We have three. We call them in the injured reserve right now. Um, so hopefully, we get two of the three back this week. Um, and so. Just different things that happen, whether it's in practice or other things um, in life that get in the way to, to be in the lineup. But um, right now, our, our goal is to fill 10 weight classes and um, do those things, with, and that's kind of what we're up to right now. Is there a limit to how many people you can enter into each weight class? No. It's just um, you can kind of do whatever you have. At the open, at the open tournaments, um, you can have as many. <laughs> like we uh, we said, North Central it's had six. Had like, had like, yeah, there were six in Brindley's bracket. So... Um, they, you could have as many as you want, but when it comes down to actual duels, uh, competing against one singular other, you know, other team, um, you could only have 10, 10 matches, 10 weights. Um, so one person at each weight class. But, uh, once we get into postseason, you can have, I believe up to 12 competitors at the, like the region tournament to qualify for the national tournament. The brackets aren't seated. We actually had two of our, we had duplicates at weight classes. So we had two of our USF wrestlers knock each other out. So <laughs> as they yeah. came on the backside of the bracket, um, we, we had, so it'd be nice to see, you know, knocking somebody else from a different school, but somebody had to win. And this mm -hmm. early kind of time of season allows us to, to get a temperature on our lineup and kind of who responds in the room versus who responds in competition. So in some of those ways, it's nice for us as we get towards maybe a dual setting, um, but still have the autonomy in, in open terms to let them loose and, and see where they land. So. And you had mentioned um, Coach Osing playoffs. How does that work as an independent school? Are there any conferences in the U.S. right now for women's wrestling, or is yep. everybody an independent? Yeah, there's um, you know kind of the big one right now for Division Two is um, the RMAC. Right now, we're independent. We're not a part of her conference just because our conference does not recognize women's wrestling as a conference sport yet. The only other conference school that we have right now is Minot. Uh, that could change here in the future. But right now, you know, how it works in other sports, you have to qualify for the postseason. Great thing about wrestling is you don't have to qualify for it. You automatically are, are entered into the postseason. Um, so right now our region tournament, it's one of two places. We don't know yet. It's either going to be down near Dallas, Texas at Texas Women's University or in Mesa, Colorado at Colorado Mesa University. Um, and there'll be about 12 teams in the region. Uh, top four go to the national tournament, which is right now called the NCWWC, National Collegiate Women's Wrestling Championships. Uh, and those are held in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, in the first weekend of March. So 
you win, you get top four at that tournament and into February and qualify for nationals. And everybody gets to go to that in yep. February. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Um, you guys have the Waldorf open next weekend or this coming weekend, I should say, what are you hoping to improve upon or continue to do well that you guys did last weekend? Yeah. Coach Olson and I met this morning and kind of debriefed the weekend and um, kind of took away all the positives that transpired. And then some of the things like you mentioned, I got to work on um, just some small adjustments. I mean, they're doing a lot of nice things as far as transitioning from a high school, High school folk style, so, you know, some like Brindley who brings some freestyle background um, in really helps, and that's why she, you know, her hand fight and her presence is a little different right now. Um, so we're looking for that in recruits as well right now. But um, so yeah, getting into next weekend, we don't going to change much, you know. Now they know business, you know, what business looks like, and keeping things in check, and, and just the next thing on the calendar, you know, and not make it out bigger than what it is, and and just keeping a positive spirit with, uh, you know, staying healthy. And uh, what I really liked is, you know, when we did, we had a lot of matchups with the North Central. So on the high end, um, you can see the the nature of being outgunned. But what I really liked is as we went down to our level, um, some of the Augsburg, some of the Division Three um, schools that were there also, or, um, we competed really well. Um, so there's just the caliber of kid right now that there's kind of mismatch at times. And that's in any sport when you're, you know, combine all NCAA student-athletes. <laughs> yeah. But as far as when you really look at the 30,000 foot view of the matchups, um, we're right there with. And so that was, you know, and one thing Coach Olsen had talked about too is like we were really encouraged by our shape. Like we didn't see any major like gas tank leaks and, you know, where <laughs> we just totally hit the wall and our faces blew and we're feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves and woe is me. I mean, the two, three-minute periods as they came off and just kind of getting a vibe for, for the event and the day, I was really encouraged by our conditioning, That just uh, the work that they're putting in. Going off of that, what does training look like for wrestlers, Brindley? What do you guys do? Um, a lot of conditioning, like you said, for those tough matches. Um, a lot of agility and strength training as well. You kind of have to have everything. You have to have agility, coordination, speed, power, all those things. So that's kind of implemented in our training. And then a lot of just repetitive movements of our drills and what we're doing on neutral and um, parterre and things like that. Coach, what types of drills do you put the girls through? We kind of cover the basics. Um, I'm not a flashy guy uh, when it comes to technique, things like that. I've learned and been around long enough, and so is Coach Bryant, that basics win. Uh, so right now we focus kind of on the big three on our feet um, when it comes to attacks. High crotches, double legs, single legs. Um, hand fight is a big thing. Um, that's one thing that we've really identified that we want to dominate on this year and, and be competitive in is is a hand fight um, what is what is that for people hand, who are unfamiliar <laughs> for those that don't know a hand fight is basically like a boxing match before you can touch the legs um, it's how we set up our attacks it's how we get into position to score and that is a lot of clubbing um, with our hands pushing pulling trying to circle our opponent snap them down onto the mat um it basically just helps us get them out of position uh, for us to create an angle to attack the legs um, or find other ways of attacks. Um, with freestyle wrestling, it, it's not—it's more or less um, about kind of finesse. Um, it's more technical than folk style. Folk style is kind of more, you know, let's go brawl. Um, freestyle <laughs> is more about who's more technical at certain aspects and certain times. 
Um, so it's kind of cool watching our girls go through the room. We give them a lot of freedom to kind of be creative in ways um, that are going to score points. Yes, we, we drill certain things that are that are baseline basics, but we let them be as creative as they want to score points because freestyle is such a creative way. Um, exposure happens is when your back breaks 90 degrees from the mat. So any way you can do that is a good thing, whether that means you roll across their way, you know, their shoulders, um, get into their legs and, and kind of wrapping them up, call a leg lace and, and roll them through. Um, there's just so many different ways to score points um, in freestyle wrestling that is really exciting. But we, we definitely stick to the basics of wrestling, but we give them the opportunity to, to hopefully, you know, have a little a bit of their touch to it as well. Coach Bryant, when you were hired last year, there was no wrestling room. How did it come take shape and what's it like having your own place now? Yeah, that was quite the process. Just <laughs> I mean, and just seeing the girls lifestyle now that being a student athlete and having that experience campus from the cafeteria to the class load to the, you know, dorm where they can um, just, you know, have have their lifestyle created and then be able to just walk to, in campus and do their thing that they love in wrestling. So um, it was a big, big, big for Matt and I to really get the university to see the importance of that. And so it was just been awesome for them to, you know, take time and energies and resources to get us that room. And, you know, it, it transformed itself here in August, kind of finalized itself. And we were able to get the wall matted and get some of the, the aesthetic look. So it, it feels like theirs. I'm very happy with um, the opportunity that the women have by getting a good start in the sport and feeling like it's their own. And, you know, and even from the locker room aspect, we don't have a perfect locker room, but it's still a place that on the volleyball side, we transformed some of the, the dynamics in that room, made a wrestling locker room. So, you know, we have about as good as you can ask for when it comes to, you know, starting out campaigning at NCAA level. So, Yeah, and how did you go about recruiting? Like, how do you even start the process of recruiting an entire yeah. team to a university? Yeah, not, you know, them trusting the conversation and the buy-in that, you know, are they, you know, going to believe us and I don't want to come across as a used car salesman and I want to make sure that what we speak and what we do actually fulfills what they're going to get when they're here. And and so I was just very fortunate and blessed that these 13 to 14 women that are now rostered with us um, are fully engaged in the strength conditioning program with our, our coaches there, with the uh, you know onboarding Coach Osin and the knowledge and what he does and his nurturing with these women. It's been nothing but awesome. So... I know not that we're perfect, but I don't see a lot of gaps in what we're going to do in their training, and I think they're going to get a really great quality experience, and and this is a really good um, good team culture and really good group of human beings that are using the sport to just grow themselves, and when they leave these 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 university, they're going to be they're going to be huge impact in in our society just because the just what they're what they're doing as people. Brindley, why did you choose to come to USF and wrestle for Coach Bryant? Um, I think it did have to do with a lot of trust. You know, I came on the recruitment uh, trip and there was no wrestling room, which was weird because everywhere else I went there was one there. Um, and I just trusted a lot into what Obi had to offer and what he had to say. He seemed like he definitely knew he, what he was going to do and he had a very strict and, you know, uh, a good plan for the future ahead. And I just trusted in that and I trusted in him and um, I got led here and decided to come here. Awesome. And Coach Bryant, you kind of touched on the team culture a little bit. Brinley, what's it like off the mats? 
um, off the mats, a lot of us are super close. You know, we always spend a lot of time together, um, whether it's just hanging out in the dorms, you know, doing stuff, going to f- get food or things like that. And I think we're really close as a team, which I enjoy. I've been on teams in high school who weren't very close, and it just didn't make it fun for practice or anything like that. So it's a really accepting and welcoming team, I think. Who are some leaders on the team that kind of set the standard for practice and things like that? You know, I was... I've uh, had the luxury of being on the planet a little longer than these two here. (laughs) Um, And with that being said, I've been able to grow some programs organically from the grassroots. And at the end of the day, like recruiting, like a Brindley, for example, you know, being a state champ from Wyoming, I knew my first kind of mission and vision was I got to get the state champ personality in my room. Because at the end of the day, I could shortcut this thing and go to the portal or, you know, all the different NCAA culture that's out there. And I really believed in organically building relationships and doing it right. And I'm just a big believer in finding that kind of kid that knows how to win. And that's just not only in the, or on the mat, but in the classroom. Like we really want them to come here and excel, you know, off the mat. And so it's, it takes a special kid and that's just what we're, we're not going to change our philosophy in that. Yeah, so you would say most of the, almost all 13 of the girls are leaders in their own aspect? Yeah, I'm sorry, I make say that. So, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm not, we've had, you know, different things, one offs where they say, hey, coach, do you have a minute to talk? And then, you know, they bring up their heart and things that they're wrestling with. Um, but like I said, is I'm not a real big believer in captains, I'm a b- b- believer in leaders, and that's your question. And so I think leaders end up just kind of coming to the surface. It could be, over a long extended time, it could be, you know, prior knowledge or prize experience coming in. It could be having a good week of practice. It could be having a good tournament and then bringing the building blocks back and resetting the environment to get better. What are some like overarching goals that you guys have for the program for this season? You know, we want to be able to create an environment where they can get into the national tournament. And he can attest this. Once you're in the national tournament, this is the record zero, zero. Qualify and um, get yourself healthy at the end of the year and be your best best version of yourself in March. And Coach could kind of talk about that as well, our goals. Yeah, you know, the, the big goal, like starting off, I felt like it's always gone in, in steps. First week was we need to figure out what our goals are to help these girls manage classes and figure out how to get down to the bubble and (laughs) where their classes are and how do you go from class to practice and there were some tears and there were some some headaches for sure Um, but that was kind of the step one and we got over that obstacle then the next was all right what how are we going to be able to manage our time and how are we going to be able to manage our weight because now our weight's got to start coming down for weight certs and that was kind of the next obstacle that we we pushed through and, and got it done and then we started looking at the start of season and then now the start of competition season and so the goals for us have, have just constantly changed um 100 no week is any easier than any other um there's always those daily challenges of something coming up and the goal is always to put these young women in positions to be successful in whatever step or whatever process that they're in at the time whether it's wrestling or school or social life you know um we it doesn't really matter how we do on the mat because it's november how we do on the mat in february and march matters um you know there's a a kid i coached my first year 
um, was the backup all year. And then all of a sudden, region tournament came around about two days before we competed. Starter got hurt, season over. He stepped in, ended up qualifying for the national tournament um, as the backup. It doesn't matter what happens now. It's about the process of getting better and improving for February and March. I told the girls on Saturday, it, we really don't care how you do. We don't care if you go 0-2 or 5-0 or 6-0. It does not matter. It's about going out and doing the very best and being the best version of yourself day in and day out and with whatever you do. So, um, you know, going back to the goals, it's just so, it's so different. It's everything, every day is different. Um, today was, you know, the goal today is we got to learn from our mistakes. So today at practice, we're going over a lot of the things that we recognized on the weekend that we got to go over. Tomorrow's a different goal. Tomorrow's about putting your head down and getting through maybe a not very fun practice because it's Tuesday. We don't wrestle till Saturday. It's going to be our toughest day. Wednesday is going to be kind of lighter. And then Thursday and Friday is going to be kind of coast mode. I'm getting ready for, for Saturday. So, you know, I'm really proud of our, our young ladies because every, every curveball we've thrown at them, every, uh, you know, soft toss, they've just homered. They've just hammered the ball over the fence, so to speak, um, with everything that we've thrown at them. So the expectation is you will be sending girls to nationals this year? Absolutely. Um, I don't see why not, especially with how talented some of our young ladies are. Um, you know, I, I don't see why we can't can't send four or five this first year um, to the national tournament. You look at other teams that in their first year, Shadron State, their first year, they sent six kids to national tournament. So I don't see why we can't do the same. Oh, that's great. What are some things that make this program so special? I mean, obviously, still developing, still creating the culture, still creating the standards, because it is so new, but what are things that are already special about it? Um, I honestly think that like the merge, since the majority of us are freshmen, we're all going through somewhat of the same things. We're all learning how to be a collegiate wrestler. And I think that's what makes it really special is because we can all confide in each other and like know that we're not going through this alone. It's not like, you know, me personally, if I went on a team with mostly juniors and seniors, I would kind of feel like left out and isolated because they kind of already know what's going on. But in, in this environment, you know, everyone's kind of going through the same thing. So it's really welcoming in that way. And I think we got a lot of talent, too. Yeah, and I, th I think what makes it special is our location a little bit. The nature of the kid in the Midwest, the hardworking, you know, roll up your sleeves, put on the work boots, um, grab your lunch pail, let's do this thing. I think a lot of our kids are staying in this region from Wyoming's to Nebraska's to Oklahoma's to Iowa, you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, North Dakota this way, Montana. So we're really focusing on really the the standards of the Midwest, nice or Midwest work ethic. And so we have that in play, I believe, for our kids here. Um, but what makes that special is that, you know, we are we are really much a, a Division One, Division Two school with the pioneering of women's wrestling. And it's going to be three to five years where we're going to be bucketed together, one, two, and three, and get yourself qualified and do those things. But I'd really, you know, seeing this thing out, what's going to make it special, like Brinley brought up, is that they're in this together and the trial and tribulation. And if we can get them to stick it out and stay encouraged, and we're going to be as good as the entire energy bus. You know, so you start losing the wheel, you start losing a key person or key attribute that they bring the role to the team, it's going to hurt us in the long run. So we want the high IQ, we want the high character, we want the high interpersonal relationship builder, 
and then the wrestling skills and the toughness, you know, need to settle in its, in its own aspect. So. Great. When is your guys' first home meet? November, November 20th, isn't it? I thought November it was the 30th. 30th against yeah. uh, Morningside University out of Sioux City, Iowa. And that will be in the Stewart Center. That'll be in yep. the stew. Yep. Have a mat. We'll have a lights, camera action. Uh, <laughs> we'll have tunnel for the girls to run out of. We're, we're going to make it a, an event, you know. Um, that means that we're going to have hopefully the lights and the smoke and the the atmosphere that makes people want to put their butts in the seats again and again and again and again and then of course when it comes down to the competition watching that hopefully we can provide them with you know some high level wrestling and some some different things I know just at our inner squad we had men's team was there of course but I think I saw a bunch of the volleyball players a bunch of the women's basketball players men's basketball players coming because they thought they knew what wrestling was until they got they saw women wrestling freestyle. Then they're like, "How does that work? How do they <laughs> score points? How do they do all that?" So, but just getting butts in the seat, and making it fun. Okay, November thirtieth. November thirtieth against Morningside at, I think it's seven p.m. or maybe it's six p.m. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's it's November thirtieth. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Sounds if you good. sit in the Stewart Center long enough, <laughs> we'll, we'll eventually wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you guys actually are hosting the University of Iowa Hawkeyes, too. How did that deal come about? Yeah, you know, it just came down to what makes sense in the way of pioneering for the women, you know, that are going to be competing for the Iowa Hawkeyes. They're usually going to be drawn from this region. We're drawn from this region. And so wherever the chips may fall, one of the biggest things is finding a roster size that's going to be full. I knew Iowa was going to be full. And so some of the data-driven decision-making the NCAA is going to make to get us to a bona fide national championship is that seven of the ten weight classes has got to be filled. So my, my talking point with Clarissa was the fact that, hey, I'm going to at least trust me. That's like I asked the recruits to trust me. I'm going to have seven of my ten weight class filled. So it only makes sense for them. And I, you know, get them why they're still young and development well is even though they put up 43 points this weekend against the number seven team in the country that's another conversation but <laughs> they're legit but um they come here first and so doing a two-year contract where they come here and these ladies that we recruited you know kind of the the carrot so to say is that we get wrestling carver hawkeye arena a year from now as well to return mm-hmm. reciprocate the conversation so having these girls in front of five to eight thousand um, fans in a dual setting, win, lose, or draw. It's an experience that they'll never forget, and it's something I wanted to have in their resume and have in their in their um, alumni of this university that they can always tell the USF story with uh, got a wrestling Carver Hawkeye Arena. So that was a big a big uh, motivation, ambition, ambitious point for me to get done. And lucky the Hawkeyes bid on my email and get a bus going. So that's awesome. And when are they coming to the stew? January 31st, Wednesday, yeah. January 31st, 6 p.m. I do Glad have my, that one I was memorized. like, it's written above my desk. I'm waiting for <laughs> it. I'm counting down the day. <laughs> I'm counting down. <laughs> Guys, good luck this weekend. Thank you so much Thank for you. coming on. Thanks for having Sounds us. Good. Now it's time to hear from the men's wrestling program. Today we brought on head coach Matt Milners and his assistant coach, Colin Perrington, along with NSIC Wrestler of the Week and USF Male Student Athlete of the Week, Bo Klingensmith. Guys, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So your first real open was last week, the Yellow Jacket Open. Tell us your initial thoughts on how the team did, Coach Milners. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was great to have two champions, four guys place. A lot of guys did positive things. Um, We obviously learned a lot, you know, being a young team, but it was good to see our guys compete and 
you know, nobody gave up. We wrestled with good attitude, good effort. So those are things we can work with. Yeah, I agree with that. I think like our main takeaway was everyone really wrestled hard. Like even if they were down by six, eight points, like they're so trying to come out on top, you know, never gave up, wrestled hard the whole match. So that's that's something we could build off of. So we were really excited about that. Uh, Bo, what was your first meet like? Uh, I'd say it was a good uh, evaluation deal for how far for how early we are in the season just to kind of see the work I've put in so far and not only me but as a team the work we put in just kind of evaluate where we're at in November and where we want to be in March it was a good eye-opener for some and good eye-opener on what we need to work on in some aspects of our wrestling. Colin what were some big takeaways from the weekend? Uh, yeah takeaways I would say mainly just getting back to it like everyone wrestled hard they never gave up the whole time. Um, as a coach, that's really all you can ask for. We said that from day one. Like, as long as you guys wrestle hard for us the whole time, we'll be happy and pleased. Like, we don't really, I mean, we care about the wins and losses, right? But if you wrestle hard, like, the wins and losses take care of themselves. So that's what we're really looking for, and we saw that, which was... Sure, Matt, what do you feel like you guys did well? Um, just competing to our best ability. Um, you know, if we didn't win, you know, we want our guys to win, but they didn't win, it didn't bother us because we knew we spent it all on the mat like every guy went out there and gave their best effort and were exhausted when they got off the mat and that's what we ask and that's just a byproduct of how to win is you compete to your fullest you'll get your hand raised more often than not yeah and sure you said you had two champions this week who who were they uh Bo Klingensmith and Jagger Tyler okay and those are two separate weight classes yep so Bo won the 133 pound bracket and Jagger won the 157 pound bracket Okay, and how many wrestlers do you guys have on your roster? 22. Is that typical? Small? Um, it's a little little small for right now. Next year we're hoping to carry 30 or more. Ideally, once we're fully, you know, two, three years down the road, we're carrying 30-plus um, all the time just because nature of our sport, there's a lot of injuries um, that happen through wrestling to where we just want to have more depth and more competition in our room. Sure. Who are some other standout wrestlers from last weekend's meet? Uh, Bo Beavers got second. Um, Jane Coulter got sixth. Jane Coulter had a pretty good day. I think he went three and two or four and two um, in a pretty tough weight. So it was good to see see him get a lot of matches and you know get a lot of growth by having six matches in a day. Colin, what are some things that you guys can improve upon for your meet um, at St. John's this coming weekend? Uh, I would just say the minor details and stuff. Um, we have a a fairly young team, like 16 of our 22 guys are freshmen. They still need to learn a little bit, like basics when matches, you know, like staying disciplined for the whole seven minutes of the match um, and just wrestling hard, hard the whole time. Sure. What are the expectations for the meet this coming weekend? Compete to the best of our ability. Like that's every time, like just compete to our fullest, you know, try to reach their, their full potential. I think this weekend we'll see the adjustments that we made throughout the week. Hopefully our guys do a good job of that. I think they will. Um, we're, we've pinpointed a few areas that we need to get better in. So we want to see improvement in those areas. And if we improve in those areas, we'll see a lot more wins throughout the whole weekend for our guys. Yeah, what are those areas? Just our hand fighting, clearing ties. Um, our big areas are, you know, we just need to be more urgent in clearing ties and not resting in bad positions. And then on bottom, getting to our feet and earning our point. You know, we we talk to our guys about we can't, expect the guy to let us go for free. We need to get to our feet and we need to earn the point and continue to work um, throughout the whole position. So hopefully we do a good job of those things. And if we do, we'll we'll come away with a better weekend than we did last weekend. Yeah, so along with that, kind of what Matt was saying, um, along with like the clearing ties and stuff, I'd say moving guys with our ties more too. You know, don't just hang out and like squeeze the positions. Like we're always moving, like trying to create angles, 
you know, to open the guy up. Gotcha. But were you a true freshman or are you a transfer? Uh, I'm a transfer. Okay. Where did you transfer from? Uh, Northern Iowa and Cedar Falls. Sure. And what, what brought you to USF? Um, what brought me to USF was mainly just these two guys and then the small campus. I mean, when Mule Nurse called me, I was back home working on a ranch because I had left Northern Iowa halfway through the year, just wasn't really feeling like wrestling anymore. School wasn't going right. And my dad actually emailed Mule Nurse without telling me. <laughs> and I get a call from Sioux Falls and I answer the phone. And he called me and wanted to get me up on a visit. And I knew the moment I met him the first night and talked to my parents later that night. They they loved what he stood for, what his morals were. And then Coach P called me a few months later and I really liked what he was saying. And they both came from Nebraska. He coached, uh, Mjolnir's coached at Nebraska. Coach P wrestled there. So, I mean, that was one of the schools I was looking at before when I was a junior in college, uh, high school. So knowing where they came from, I knew I, it would be a right fit because where they came from and how I like to wrestle, it was all just going to work out the right way. Yeah, sure. Having that little bit of collegiate experience, have you kind of stepped into a leadership role on the team, would you say? Uh, yeah, I mean, when, before I committed to USF, I called the coach at UNI just to talk to him. And, I mean, he was a big part of my two year, my year and a half there, and I got to know him really well. And the one thing he said, he goes, it's an opportunity for you to become a leader. And... So when he said that, that was the role I, I took on day one of kids moving on campus. I wanted My goal was to break every single one of the freshmen out of their shells, just being a completely new team with everybody not knowing everybody. We have to set start a culture from scratch, and the only way to do that is to break kids out of their shells right away. And I think I did a pretty good job of that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody yeah. really holds back on the team of who they truly are. They show their true colors of their personalities and we all have a good time together. Yeah, that's awesome. What's the culture been like so far? It's been good. Like they they all get along, which is pretty impressive for wrestlers, I would say. Like right <laughs> away for like bringing 22 guys completely new, you know, not knowing each other where, you know, like now like we can kind of identify in our recruiting process like hey, this kid fits or this kid doesn't. Um so that's been really good and they get along well and they're, you know, wrestling's a sport where you got to you know kind of be mean to your partner some days, you know, and they, and they like, they understand that like they're only doing it to get better for with each other. So that helps a lot. You know, they're, they're willing to work hard together and, you know, do the right things and they're living right. So that's been good to see. Yeah. It's been, uh, like you said, like in practice, sometimes, you know, you might get a little bit mad at your partner. Um, but as soon as practice is done, everyone, they're friends again. So that's really hard to see. Like I know at Nebraska, there's guys that, didn't like each other too much like even off the mat you know they just didn't get along mm -hmm. and so it's good to see like even if our guys get mad at each other during practice afterwards they're still friends and hang out and want to go do things together yeah what's it like leading a team with so many freshmen on it um it's awesome i mean you could i mean just from knowing me as a freshman and and how my maturity was very minimal then <laughs> and, and to where i'm at now it's kind of awesome from august to to now i've seen all 16 of our freshmen grow in maturity and responsibility and just taking ownership and in their rights and their wrongs and just they all kind of group together and they all want to get better at wrestling and that wasn't only led by me that was led by Polly and and uh, Isaiah and Robert and just a bunch of the other guys that came in as transfers who are older and have a little bit more life experience so I can't take all the credit for creating the kind of dynamic this team has just 
from teammate to teammate, but they ha- they played a big role in it too. Sure. Um, Coach Matt, who are some of the other transfers that you brought in? Um, we brought in Paul Garcia. He was uh, transferred here from the University of Wyoming. Riley Fitzsimmons transferred here from Mount Sac College in uh, Los Angeles. Um, Robert Solorio came here from Minnesota North. Isaiah Laguna came here from Ellsworth Community College. And Bo Beavers transferred here from Grand Canyon University. And how did you get so many transfers to trust in this brand new program? Um, I think they saw the opportunity to to not only lead, that was something we talked about with them, but to compete right away and like be a leader and like, you know, kind of be a bigger person around campus, you know, like because they knew coming in that they're likely to be in the lineup and have opportunities to do big things like Bo did this weekend. Like he he came in relatively unknown and he beat the number nine guy in the country first round on Saturday. So that was that was really cool, and they saw that they had that opportunity to, to make a big impact on our campus, and they were excited about it. Sure. In a, in a meet, do all 22 guys get to wrestle, or is there a cap on how many you can enter? At an open tournament, we can enter as many as we want. In a dual meet, it's just the 10 starters. Okay, and the dual meet, is that um, like NSIC matches? Yep. And what NSIC schools have men's wrestling teams? Um, there's okay. only 10. Um, the 10 that have it is us, the guys down the street, Southwest, St. Cloud, Moorhead, Minot, Mary, Northern, Wisconsin Parkside's an affiliate member, and I'm missing one, Mankato. That's the last one. Those are the 10 that have them. And who's kind of the perennial powerhouse in, in the league, or is there multiple? There's multiple, but... Typically, St. Cloud's been the top. Um, last year, Parkside was the conference champs, um, but St. Cloud's typically the top team in the team. Yeah, I don't look too much at the rankings or anything, but I, Matt was telling me that I think five out of the ten in our conference are ranked top. It top ten, top ten, twelve, top twelve. Yeah, wow. so it's it's a pretty tough conference. Sure. So, what's the goal this year? Win a couple conference matches, um, and, and that's what's crazy about our conference. If you know, there's a team that's ranked 15th in the country, and they're the midpoint of our conference. So, like, you you got to be ready to go every weekend. But I think there's a couple teams that we can, you know, if things go right and we stay healthy, I think we can win a couple of dual meets this year and then grow and build on that next year to where hopefully we can be in the mix to climb the ladder of the conference. So is there a conference meet to go to a regionals, or do, is it just, just like reg- straight just regionals? regionals? Yeah. And is it the top however many in the conference, or how does that work? Everyone gets to go to the regional. So our regionals are entire conference plus Upper Iowa. Um, okay. So Upper Iowa was in the conference, and they moved out, but they're still in our regional. So our regional have 11 teams, and then the top three place winners at each weight bracket at regionals will qualify for nationals. So your regional is basically like a conference match, yeah. just yeah. plus Upper. Plus yeah. Upper Iowa, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. And then top three get to go to the nationals. Yep. Um, is that the goal? Are you planning to send guys to the national meet? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. we're planning to send guys. Um, Bo's put himself in a good spot to be in that mix, and I think Jagger Tyler did as well this weekend to put himself in that conversation to be in the top three. Um, you know, we know every weight in our conference is really deep, and there's, you know, five, six guys that are capable of going to nationals. We just got to have a good day and that first Saturday in March, and we'll see what happens then. Yeah, awesome. What does training look like for you guys on the mats? So strictly on the mats, just practice at 2.30 every day pretty much. Um, we kind of just make a practice plan on things that we think we need to work on as a whole you know so whether it be top bottom all day or stuff on our feet just those little details I was talking about Um, and then we also do Tuesdays and Thursdays we have individual drills so if a guy wants to come in and work something specifically for them then they'll just grab a partner come in and one of us will be in there and you know coach them through the stuff that they want to work on. 
What are some, what's your favorite drill bow? I like going live. I mean, <laughs> personally, I just, I, I just think a lot of these freshmen, you can get, you can get a lot of the nitty gritty, like fine detail work out of technique, but to really see what your style is for wrestling, because each person has their own style of wrestling and to see what your style is, the only way to really see if your style is going to work on other guys is to just go out and wrestle live and get mat time and just really I, I like to call it pounding heads yeah and that's kind of that's another thing that coach Milner's and I uh have been preaching since day one is like especially in the practice like tr- when we go live in practice it's try the stuff that we're showing you right like no one cares if you lose in practice no one's gonna remember that in a week Right, so you might as well go try it, get used to it, see how it works in practice, so then we can execute it in competition. Have you guys had a home meet yet? No, our first home match is December first. Uh, it's a Friday night against Northern State, and that'll be in the Stewart Center gym, correct? Yep. They're putting maps the down Center. in there. Yep. Awesome. Um, what are you guys? Some of your guys' favorite moments so far from this season? Uh, I would say personally, for me, um, the first USF win this last weekend, Josh Ryberg. Um, it was really cool to see, like, almost the whole team was probably Matt side for that one, like, watching. And then when we pinned the guy, everyone just kind of lost it and got super excited just because of his first win, you know, since wrestling's been back. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, I would say that or, you know, Bo's, Bo's weekend was really cool, getting that, that ranked win. And then Jagger Tyler winning the his bracket. He beat two really good kids back-to-back. Um, he just wrestled really tough, and that's, like, what we preach to our guys. And, you know, he did – he did the things that aren't very flashy or very, you know, cool per se to win the match, but he he did the tough parts to to win and that was really cool to see that pay off for him and and get a big tournament win for him. I'll say my favorite part has to be just watching everybody compete for the first time. I mean, personally, I haven't it's been almost a year since I've even stepped on a mat, let alone wrestled an actual tournament. So, for me it was competing for the first time and then also getting to see all my teammates compete and I mean, Mueller just said it's we're a completely different set of 22 kids than that he had in August. We're just completely different wrestlers, and it's been fun to see that so far, and I hope it just continues to, to grow. You tell me your favorite part wasn't the preseason runs? No. <laughs> what types of runs do you guys have to do? Tut Hill. We did a few different ones. That, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, Tut Hill. You only did, the, you only did it 10 times. <laughs> a few track workouts. Track workouts, those were those ones weren't fun. Yeah. <laughs> 12400s was a pretty good day. 12400s was a, Oh my god, we don't even was a was a different type of day. You really tested your uh, mental toughness that day. Oh I know god. I know in my head I was really really like, "Ooh, these guys told me we were running this much." <laughs> um, but what do you feel like makes this USF program so special? How we do everything together. We we wake up, we go to lift together. We sometimes if we have time on Fridays since we lift at 5:30, we'll stop at Bagel Boy together. I mean, we literally will do everything as a team and if one person wants to go to Top Golf one night, we'll send a text in the group chat and we'll probably have 15 guys going to Top Golf that night. And we go to study hours together. It's just everything is together and I feel like that's just re- what makes this team really special compared to a lot of other teams in the conference and just wrestling teams in general. There's not many that are out doing what we do to, as a group. Awesome. All right. Thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Cougar Sports Show. You can listen anytime on Spotify with new episodes dropping every Thursday. I'm your host, Abby Whittington, and I'll see you next week.